I don't, I don't know, dude. I'm just not like crazy about it. Does that make you happy? Are you feeling happiness right now? Are you horny, baby? <laughs> Ooh, happiness. Yes. The intro song. Ooh. Yeah, we've been getting mixed reviews about the intro song, no intro song. So we decided to do it again. This is probably the first time that we've recorded in. It's probably a been month. like a month. It's been like a month, probably. Yeah. But, you know, we've both been really, really busy. Um, and we have episodes still coming out because I missed like four weeks during the holiday season. So, Rip. so uh, you all are getting episodes, but they're very late. You know, like you, you just heard last week that I cut my hair, you know. And that shit's so, been cut. And it's been <laughs> cut. Yeah, like I need another haircut probably soon. But um, I'm catching up on the YouTube videos as well. The downside is that like I have this old janky. No, it's not old and janky. I, I shouldn't say that. It's an older computer. And like, it takes like an hour and a half to do one video. Like yeah, I, I it ass. takes me about ten minutes to edit the video. So actually, like, do the editing of the video takes about ten minutes, and then to sit there and wait for the video to render takes an hour and a half. Yeah, I would, I would probably I'd just pull a plug. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's not fun, but you know, I'll work through them eventually. I'm on episode like twenty two or some shit like that. Uh, I'm, I so I did from sixteen to twenty two. Last week, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. We'll figure it out. They're coming. Uh, you'll see them, and they're pretty good. I mean, you know, they look great. Yeah, as uh, always. We look a lot different, so you'll see the progression of how we look. Yeah, true. You got a mustache. You did what I told you. you I did what I did. It looks you good, dude. Yeah, it looks really good. Joe, Joe, uh, we, we, Joe's had a beard now for a while, and uh, and I haven't. I'm very new to the facial hair game. I uh, didn't didn't do it all throughout college. Uh, really didn't do it for the first year of my of having my my job because uh, it was you know you couldn't you were in like the office yeah I'm in the office yeah. and it's like unprofessional to have facial hair for some fucking stupid ass reason in corporate America you can't have every, facial hair every place that I've interviewed at they, every all the interviews have facial hair and stuff I think it's just your like your company bro yeah I don't know maybe I just work at Boner Incorporated but. Um, yeah, no, I decided to, with, with COVID and everything, I'm just going to dabble in the facial hair game. I've been getting a lot of compliments. I don't know if people are blowing smoke up my ass or if it genuinely no, looks I think good. It looks, I think it looks good. You, dude, there's so many people who have, like, way worse facial hair that true insist on having facial hair. And yours is not like that. You have, like, you know, it's not, like, the perfect beard, but I think your facial hair is good. But, yeah, Joe, Joe said that, uh, Joe insists that I have a good mustache. Uh, look at it. Hold on. Just come over to the side real fast. <laughs> look at this thing. It's bushy and it's, he has a nice fat upper lip. Okay. Ladies. And he's got, <laughs> and he's got just complete coverage. Okay. My mustache uh, stinks. Yeah. Joe. Yeah. Joe's very sensitive about his mustache. Uh, and he, he makes me feel good about mine. So I decided that I would, I would shave everything else a little bit lower and keep, keep a bushy stash. Uh, yeah. Although I got to be honest, it, I'm facing a lot of scrutiny from uh, the mother bird. Dude, mom's always, she, no, no mom in history watched their son get a mustache and was like, okay with it. Yeah, you know? no, that's true. No matter how good <laughs> it looks or, or whatever, like I, there's no mom that's okay with their son having a mustache. There's no, I, don't, I would argue that there's not many moms that are like cool with, cool with you getting facial hair. Like, yeah, I feel well, because like, they, you know, and she thinks of you as like a child. Yeah, like, you're still a little baby. Being able to grow a beard is like one thing, but then when you're like, 
doing shit with your facial hair. Like you yeah. get rid of, you know what I mean? You just have a mustache. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> what if he, what if he's doing that? Cause he's raping someone, you know? I, I feel like a mom's first in, in like first instinct wouldn't be to immediately jump to rapist, but really, I think it would really, I only, yeah, I just think that because of the, the, it's only because of the negative connotation that comes along with stashes nowadays. No, yeah. Your mom would make a joke about it, but right. it, I don't think that she'd be genuinely your concerned mom, about you. Your mom someone. would have to be shown a lot of evidence to accept the fact yeah. that her son was a rapist. Yeah. Speaking of, or a murderer. Have you seen, uh, you haven't watched Big Sky, I'm assuming. It's like no. a new show. Have you seen the commercials or anything? Mm-mm, no. It's like a new show on ABC, but the, the one character in there, his mom, becomes rather suspicious of him. Mm. And it ends in a funny way. It's not supposed to be funny, but it's funny because it's just like, I don't know. It's the first season, so it's kind of like low budget or whatever they're doing. Yeah, but yeah. It just ends in a funny way. It has to do with, you know, mothers and concern <laughs> for their children. Well, I, right now I'm living with my parents, so there's no escape. You know, I'm. Yeah, you're not going to be able to. I mean, I'm very, I'm, I'm very grateful. I, I would, I, I would much rather be here than in Philly, where my apartment is. Yeah, it's probably miserable there. I mean, I'm keep like I'm keeping my apartment, yeah. and my brother's there. Uh, like he's he's living on his own for right now. Um, but I, yeah, I'm just enjoying the space. I mean, shit around here is open. Like we went to a bar last or this two days ago. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you just like can't go to bars in Philly. It's not it's not a That's thing. So strange. And New York is the same way. Uh, where my brother. If at. anything, it's outdoor seating, and a lot of places. I like. I think a lot of places did invest in those like industrial heaters. Yeah. But those only get you so far. There's a place around us that does a, they have a big ass tent. You know the place I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, right? I got you. Have you been in there? The big tent? I haven't. I've been in the restaurant across the street. From they me. like invest in like a, like air duct system and all this shit. And like those tents, it doesn't, I, I was in a tent last night that actually had like, like, a fucking vent running through it. You know what I mean? Like really? there was like fresh air being pumped in, but you don't realize how like when you're in a, a place that just has heaters and a big tent and there's a bunch of people in there, you get, I was like getting dizzy and shit. Like it's like being, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like being in church on Christmas. Like it's like too fucking much and you feel like you're going to pass out and there's too much like uh, whatever that chemical is, car- monoxide, carbon monoxide. Yeah. yeah. That you exhale. Mm-hmm. It just starts to get like weird in there, you know? Really? Yeah. Cause there's no, cause there's no air conditioning. You, I think we underestimate HVAC systems and how much they do for us. Like how you and call it HVAC yeah. instead of just HVAC. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but that, uh, that place, that know. place also has live, per- live performers. They've had yeah. like musicians. They had a guy when we in went, the tent. The one time that I was there, they had a guy who was really, really good. Like very good. He's the, playing the acoustic. The guitar. whole tent fad still just cracks me the fuck up as to how ludicrous society has gotten. Like we can't hang out within six feet of each other, right? Unless, God forbid, you're in a building. Oh my God! But well, what about yeah, a plastic COVID. building? Yes, as long as you're eating, as long as you're not eating inside. But if the inside happens to be outside. With plastic wrapping, then it's you're good to go. And in New York City, they they said fuck plastic wrapping. They built structures true outside, which they, yeah, they just got rid of sidewalks. Like sidewalks like, are no more. Like sheet metal and stuff. Like it's an ins. It's a building. It's a new building. It, yeah. No, it's not outside that you use extended the inside. That's yeah. all you did. Yeah. You know what pissed me off about that place that did the tent? They fucking 
cut the tops of the, they had these trees in there that they were planting. Mm -hmm. And this is like the tree on me that's pissed about it. But the trees that they planted get really big and they planted them. And of course they planted them in these tiny little, they're like this fucking big. They have, you know, 10 inches max to like expand their trunk. And these are trees that can easily get to like from end to end can get to like a foot and a half, you know? And they plant them in these tiny things. Okay, whatever. That's a lot of places do that. Like a lot of outdoor malls do that. So at least they can grow tall. Well, now they put this tent over them and there's this thing called topping trees. It's when you, you just haphazardly cut off branches. There's a certain way you're supposed to trim trees, right? I'm not going to get technical about it, but no, it's fascinating. When you I top love, trees, you explaining this to me, I'm getting a little hot and bothered. <laughs> it's, it's really bad for the tree. It can kill the tree. And they're topping these trees so that they can put their stupid temporary tent up. Okay. I understand you got to make money, but like you first put the tree in this tiny little thing that it can't properly grow in. And now you're topping it in the middle of winter with there's certain trees that you can, you can prune in winter, but other trees you shouldn't. These species of trees, one that you should not. And it just annoys me. I don't know. I was sitting there looking at these trees and I'm like, they just, these trees get fucking annihilated like like you expect this tree to grow properly it's gonna look fucked up and Damn, i didn't know my my fellow podcast host was joe greta thunberg <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that it's just it pisses me off same way they plant the trees out here how like they put these white oaks in uh in between the sidewalk and the curb so they only have like i don't know two feet i have oak trees in my like my dad has oak trees in his yard that are like three and a half four feet um whatever that's called diameter is it diameter? Yeah. So, I don't know. It just pisses me off. Are you talking about the full or the half? The one that goes from... It's like a straight line from one end to the other end? That's diameter. Okay. Diameter. <laughs> uh, so, it just pisses me off. I don't know. I'm pissed about a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know. that. that but, hey, everybody needs something to be passionate about. And it's very obvious to me that trees being able to grow in an appropriate environment <laughs> is extremely important to you. It's, it's also annoying for the people that have to cut those trees down later. It's like a prank. Like, oh, let's plant this tree that's going to grow to 100 feet tall. And we're going to put it three inches away from my fucking house. when we Because when, these trees look nice when they're young. Mm-hmm. And then they grow 100 feet tall. It's like a puppy. Yeah. You know? Super cute when it's young. Yeah. And then it's like 16 and you're like. Right, yeah. Ugh, when do we. But no, <laughs> these trees are like. It's, it's like having to kill a teenager because they're too. Because they're, cause they're damaging your life. Yeah. You <sighs> You have a 50 foot tree that's like halfway through its lifespan and it's like damaging your home. So you have to cut it down because some fucking dipshit 50 years ago decided to not 50 years ago, but you know what I mean? Ugh. damn, let's be better. Okay. Yeah. Let's be better landscape design. Dude, I feel like you, you would be so impactful in like South America and Africa where they're just chopping forests down. I feel like you could be a really big activist down there. Really? I mean, you're very passionate about it. Wait. What? The Africa. F- they cut forests down in Africa? They're all, all the forests. They're just, they're done. I thought that was only like deep South America. No, it's everywhere. Everywhere has forests. Oh, okay. Well. And the places that don't have forests now have undergone the most deforestation. You know how those jobs though, that the people that are cutting those trees down, you know how fucking dangerous that is? How dangerous is it? One in 10 people that do it die. It's more dangerous than being a police officer. How do they die? Various things crushed by equipment, crushed by a tree, cut their leg off with a chainsaw. Oh, just the standard stuff. Any, yeah, bunch of you know, <laughs> everyday death circumstances. 
It sounds like a sounds like a fascinating job. Uh, who would have Who would have thought that you could you could tell everybody? Oh yeah, I, I have a riskier job than a police officer. I feel like the average right, yeah, person wouldn't like, believe you. But it's not. But that's not the job that I did because I was. So you have loggers. Like everybody assumed I'm like a logger, but I'm not a logger. I was a, I was in the arborist industry. I was not a certified arborist, but that's the industry that it is. It's like I also don't know what arbor is. So arbor is yeah. a tree. Okay. Yep. Uh, and an Am arborist. I supposed to know that. Yeah, like we have like Arbor Day, you know, it's like Tree Day, I think. Like an Arbor Day. What? No, like Arbor, like Arbor Day. Arbon. You've never heard of that? No. Arbor. Arbon skincare. <laughs> uh, Queen. <laughs> district manager. Wait a second. Yeah, arborist. It's like a tree doctor. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's what, I mean, that's, that's who I was working for. I was still a little lost, but we don't have to get hung up on that. Yeah, it's all good. You know. Uh, what was the original question? Oh, it's really dangerous, though. Okay. I mean, they die, too, arborists. Everybody, yeah, I mean, every, everybody, everybody does. Everybody does die. Eventually. But they die by getting crushed by trees way more often than the normal person does. You know? So, yeah. It's pretty dangerous. Some of the shit we did was pretty dangerous. Yeah, I've never had a dangerous job. Really? I mean, I worked in a warehouse. I've had a few dangerous jobs. I, two, I have two, two, three dangerous. Jobs. I don't know if I'm sleepier than the average person, but I fall asleep a lot in situations I shouldn't. Like, I worked in a warehouse. You did? Yeah. Really? Yeah, when I was in college for one summer. I can't imagine that at all. Yeah, I was probably the worst guy ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, like I would fall asleep. I, so I would show up to work. I would. I'd be at work 15 minutes early and I would just nap for that 15 minutes. I wouldn't just, I would just, I couldn't arrive early to work. I hated it. So I would sleep and then I would try and find time in the day where I could go to the bathroom and fall asleep in the stall. And then, what the fuck? and then I would sleep on my lunch break and then I would probably find another afternoon nap. Uh huh. And then obviously at night I would fall asleep. Yeah. Um, Sounds like you need more oxygen. How would I get that? Because it seems like there's plenty around. You need to breathe deeper. Really? Yeah. Does that I, help with sleeping? No, well, it helps with like having energy to get through your day. Yeah, like that. Like, can you do, like, do that. You sure? I just saw someone do it on the internet. And it made him en- more energized? That's what he says. Okay. Well, I'll give it a go. You got to do it to the point. Like, but like, I've fallen asleep during business meetings. That's not, that's, really? that's, no, that's not, that's not, not a idea, lie. No. You need to find the sweet spot though, where you're getting you're inhaling enough to get enough oxygen, where you're you're getting energized, but you don't pass out because you're because you're getting too much. That makes sense. Has anybody ever passed out from too much oxygen? Well, going like this, I mean, like if you did that like for five minutes in a, like five minutes straight, you might pass out, right? Why would you pass out though? I don't understand. Because I just think that it's like a rush. I don't know. Getting high on O two, something like that. You know. I don't know. Um, the science, the science is, the science is not. I don't know. It scares me. I don't understand anything. And all my friends are in medical school. I don't understand. I don't understand anything at all. Yeah. Like okay. So I had uh, our buddy Dan. Uh, he, he stayed over at my place this weekend, and um, and like I had meetings on Thursday and Friday, and he was just like listening to the words that I was saying, and he goes, "Dude, I did not understand a single thing on that you were saying on your call. Like I, I feel." Yeah. I feel so dumb. And I'm like, Dan, it's the same fucking thing. If I listened to one of your classes, 
I wouldn't understand anything right. about med school. Like I don't know. I, I it was like a he was so surprised that he that he felt so stupid. I'm like, well, yeah. If I showed up to med school after not taking biochem, organic chemistry, uh-huh. all that other shit, yeah, I would I would probably feel pretty stupid too. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. It's to me, it was kind of surprising that he had. Like he, like he felt like one he time we were talking about we were talking about Excel one time, and he was like claiming that he was like, oh, I could never, I would never be able to do that. Like he, like think, like I was like, no, you could do it. He's like, no, 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 I, I, I was like, you definitely have the brain power. And he tries to tell me, he tries to be like, no, I literally, like, I don't think I'd be able to understand it. Like Dan, like, isn't, like dude, are you smartest... fucked in the head? Like yeah. you go to med school. Like yes, you'd be able to pick up Excel, <laughs> dipshit. Stop fucking. Like yeah, it's boring. Yeah, it's, stop, it's absolutely stop fucking boring. like gaslighting me, bro. Like you're trying to make me feel better. What does gaslighting like, mean? I actually, okay, I actually think I just used it wrong. It may, it's, <laughs> it's when I because I, I I like the term though. It's when somebody else um makes you think that you're the problem when they're doing something problematic. Let's say. Okay. So I'm if I was Google if I was bullying you, right? Mm-hmm. If I was bullying you and then you came to me with issue that I was bullying you, but then I flipped it onto you and made it seem like it's your fault that I'm bullying you, that would be gaslighting. That is correct. Ding ding yeah. ding ding ding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I got it right? Yeah. All right, good. That's wild. That's pretty fucked up. I didn't know, I know gaslighting was so bad. Yeah. So I guess what I should have said is um uh patronizing. He was patronizing us. Yeah. That would be with more so. Uh, no, dude, if you saying. can get to med school, I mean, you're like all Excel requires is book smarts. And if you go barely. to med, I mean, yeah. Right. So, That's like, like barely. You, you, need to, you need to follow a formula. You, yeah. Like you just, you learn, you pick up on habits. It's just, that's right. all it is. If you, it's can, like doing shit over and over again. And then you just know how to do it because you do it over and over again. Yeah. If so. you can figure out how to get into fucking med school, it, you'll, yeah. you'll be just fine. Right. Now saying that it would be boring to you, yes, that would that's probably true. Absolutely. You know? Do I like my job? Hard pass. Yeah. And you know, not that's not to say that like Greggy and I would fucking hate or like that we couldn't do med school if we like put our minds to it. You know what I mean? Like we're smart, bro. Okay. If we tried, we could get into med school. All right. I think anybody could. Anybody has the ability. Unless you're really, really stupid. I but it's just know, a matter man. of the effort that you put in. And the work that you put in. I think that a lot of people have the ability to do those things. It's just that, like, it takes a certain person, you know? I I feel like all of life is just us trying to unlock Super Saiyan mode. Maybe. You feel me? Do you think we're close at all? No. No, not like an actual... But, like, you want to maximize your potential. Mode. Oh, as, like, an individual. As a person, yeah. We're well, not, right. We're that's, not that's, actually the yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh I think that's super fair to say. Um, what was but, the... What but, was Super Saiyan? What super Saiyan. show was that? Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, didn't I never watch watched that. Neither did I. Don't I, don't I. No, I don't. I don't. Know. I, people I, I watched Avatar. Shit, though, I, I watched Avatar, and that one was really good. But I, I mean, I, I don't know. When I watched Yu Gi Oh when we were kids, that was like my thing. I had Yu Gi Oh cards. I loved the show. I mean, I actually no, I probably did watch the show. I could never get into like Pokemon or anything like that. Everybody, you know, yeah, Poke, Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon was my brother's. They, that was like yeah. four to six. Right, years. my older brother like loved Pokemon. Yeah, Yu Gi Oh hit us hard. I remember, yeah. I remember, like, we were having, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! fucking battles. <laughs> like, a bunch of nerds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to have the fucking thing that you would unfold. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Mat. I got that thing that, um, the the wrist thing, you know? No way! Yeah, Did I you, got with one the of three, them, yeah. With the three cards yep. on and top? It, and it would, like, it would, like, shoot out and fucking go like this. Oh, and dude, you would, like, you play were, your cards. You were a legend. I loved that shit, dude. Loved you never it. fucking flashed that out for me. I didn't meet you until I was over Yu-Gi-Oh! True, yeah. You know, like, I was done with Yu-Gi-Oh! I was... By, how old were we? 
I was probably like eight. Oh, you think it was that? It was that's when that I early? that's when I would kind of phased out of Yu Gi Oh. Eight, nine, maybe, maybe ten. Maybe late late elementary school. We'll yeah, say. we'll go with yeah, that. Yeah, probably around that. And it wasn't even because, dude, that's the th- fucking shitty part about elementary school. Like, and that's probably why our generation like goes back to like it seems like they go back to things that they liked when they were kids. Um, because like it's like somehow not cool to be into Yu Gi Oh when you're into that age. Like you're getting to that ten, eleven, twelve. And you're like a fucking loser if you like Yu-Gi-Oh. I think that that's what it is for a lot of people. So they they make themselves think that they don't like it anymore. Yeah, that's at least why I didn't I didn't go around with like you because then like oh the kid who likes Yu-Gi-Oh is weird. Oh you know? yeah, for sure. It's like I don't know. It's fun. Like you don't want to be you don't want to be different when you're ten. Yeah, right. And it's you, like you very much want to be in the crowd and you want to go undetected with no scars through the the yeah, hell that exactly. is middle school and high school. That's exactly what every kid yeah. wants. And so it sucks. You lose a lot of those things like Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, like, like you could be the best Yu-Gi-Oh player of all time. Right. if You just stuck with it. And now you're like, now we get to this age and you're like, you're just in account. You're like, Oh shit. Like there's a fucking like Yu-Gi-Oh national championship. And the fucking winner wins a hundred thousand dollars. It's like, damn, that could have been me. It's like you make $35,000 as an accountant. Right. At some starting, firm. starting out. Yeah. And, but a hundred thousand dollars. That's yeah. It's a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. And it's like they dedicate all their time to doing that, even if they only win one tournament per year. And then you probably get some cool, like, photo shoots of you with yeah. your arm blade. And you got, like, people who fucking look up to you. You know what I mean? They got, like, kids probably that are like, God damn, I want to be the best Yu Gi Oh player in the I world. I want to be like and you. This fu- yeah. And this guy is like, this guy's the fucking man, dude. I don't know. That's basically what Ninja did. And it just worked out yeah. a billion times better than anybody yeah. possibly could have That's imagined. True. Yeah. Is he a dick? Yeah. I've never watched any of his stuff, but I, he seems like a dick every time I see. Yeah. Every time I see his stuff. Like, he's always yelling at children. Not, I mean, he's not always yelling at children. Whenever I see him, he's yelling at children because it's always some, it's a meme. I haven't, I, mean? I haven't seen him. I think he's very tailored now for younger audiences. Um, Like, I think the, the, I, the, the number, kids with all the fucking blue hair and stuff. Yeah. yeah. All the blue haired kids. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, but like the the streamers that seem to be on top right now for like our generation, Nick Merckx, I'd say is definitely. Yeah, I watch one. him like every day. Yeah, uh, Tim the Tapman's up there. I watch him a lot. They they play together a bunch. Yeah. Well, okay. So I watch Nick Merckx, Tim the Tapman, uh, and Cloaksy. Okay. Those are the three, and those three are always playing together. So I'm always watching those three, but. I'll like jump between their videos. I think they're funny guys. Like I, yeah. I like their personalities. Yeah, I, th- so. I think. Well, that's what makes them so appealing. Is it's not even like the gameplay. Like, yeah, they they are good guys. But like, yeah. I know people that don't watch video games that they like. They'll say I don't follow them. But like, when their videos pop up on my well, I've now found myself watching. Tim has a channel where it's like he calls it like his podcast version of his channel, where he's just he'll be talking to his his uh, chat or whatever. And uh, I like that channel a lot. It's just him. What somebody in the chat would be like, oh, Tim, like, look at this weird thing, mm-hmm. you know, and he'll like look at it and react to it. That's fun, you know. I like that. That's actually a very underutilized uh, part of like being a content creator. Yeah. And that's what like everybody recommends is you it, like you go on like Insta Live or TikTok yeah. Live. I would love to do something like this live. I think that would be fun if we had people to interact with. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, you know, it's, it's but I don't know. We have like. 28 fucking audience I think numbers. we'd have to build a, build up but a I'm just saying <laughs> I think that that I think that that's a lot of fun and it's like the interactive portion of it makes it like uh, it makes it more personal for the yeah. for the listeners right. and the fans yeah right. for sure it's also cool that like uh Tim is always like 
Oh, I just got a text from like Kane Brown. Like, damn, that's so weird. Like they have these weird relationships with like really ultra famous people. And they almost like talk to them as a, like an out, like Nick Marks is really good friends with Mike Evans. Like, oh, really, he's a, he's a, really, he's a, he's a Bucks fan. Well, and, but he like moved to, he used to live in Michigan, but he like moved to Florida. Really? I but, didn't know that. And he, so he used to play with Mike Evans. So before he moved to Florida, him and Mike Evans were friends. Just like, ran, so to me, that's so random and odd, but it's cool. Like he, you know what I mean? He gets to, and then he got to go to the Super Bowl. I'm sure they like hung out. Yeah, no, definitely. Maybe he caught the Super Bowl trophy that Tom Brady threw. <laughs> you see the fucking, the girl who's like the daughter of the original silversmith who created the design of the Super Bowl trophy. She's like pissed off that Tom Brady threw the trophy. She said it was disrespectful and she demanded an apology. I don't even know who the hell you just referred to, but the daughter of the original silversmith who built the who made or she might be the granddaughter. She doesn't she's not a silversmith, I'm pretty sure. So she has nothing to do with it essentially. It's just her family designed the trophy and owns the company that currently makes the trophy uh-huh. and she says it's disrespectful that Tom Brady threw the trophy in that video. So she wants an apology from Tom Brady. I'm sorry, Tom Brady is it's the his ma- fucking trophy. He's the mayor of the NFL now. Like, if you buy a house from someone, and then like you break something in the house, do you owe the builder an apology? No, because you bought the fucking. He earned the trophy. It's his trophy, bitch, bitch. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, oh god, just so much has happened since we last recorded. Like, we haven't talked about the GameStop Reddit trading. Oh yeah, at that's all. true, and. That was like the funniest week of my life. I was that on, was crazy. I was bro. on FaceTime with my brothers every single day talking about just the stock market, and I like I wouldn't say that they're both. I mean, they're both investing yeah. uh, certainly, but um, you know, like it's, that's not something that we discuss on a daily basis. Yeah, and we we couldn't stop talking about it. It, it was, was fun, dude. Wild. It was fun to watch. I'll tell you what. I won't. I won't say who it was. Somebody in my life made off of this whole frenzy has made upwards of $25,000. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I'll tell you off camera. Cause I don't want to say who was on the camera, but, but, uh, yeah, pretty crazy, right? That, yeah. I mean, those are the, like, those are the stories that you love to hear. Uh, but they are obviously the horrors of like, dude, I cannot I mean, imagine, imagine buying GameStop at $300 yeah. a share. And now it's at five, 400, 400. It was at four hundred at one point. It hit five. It and, actually hit five. And but it was like it was steady at three for, for what three hundred. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. It, for, it, was, it, was, there, for a it was there days. for like two days. But that's that's the the reason my brother took issue with it. Remember when we were talking about it? And we kind of had like differing points, differing opinions on the matter. Yeah, and like, I, and his I point of view, and I completely understood, was like I feel so bad for this. It's wrong in the sense that like the sucker that's going to buy this shit at three hundred. Like, because it's not going to a thousand. It's not staying at this, and they're not going to sell it at the right time. They're going to lose fucking their entire portfolio, no matter what like size that is. Like, it is a, that is a massive loss. And yeah, like, and, and a, people and people were getting very um, very blinded by the gains. I would say, and you know, everyone posts a success story, but nobody posts when you lose ninety percent of your wealth. Uh, and so you have, you know, morons that are investing 100% of their entire right. investment portfolio yeah. into a fucking GameStop dying business. And it's a dying company and a, a dying industry. Yeah. Like they sell CDs and, and the here, fuck what's so funny about all of this. And like, if you weren't following this at all, like, uh, I, I apologize for going on a tangent about it, but like, 
I loved the Reddit. The Reddit was actually the funniest. It was really funny. The dude. funniest online forum I had ever seen in my entire life. It was. They, it was there, ridiculous. There's a sea shanty made about chicken tendies. Uh, chicken tendies being profits. Uh, it was. It was called like "Here Comes the Tendy Man." My, <laughs> my favorite was the. And if you don't follow, like, this will be new to you. They call. They referred to themselves so. They often referred to themselves as retards. They, yes, they call the group would like they would interact with each other and call themselves retards. And they to, and then they would refer to themselves as autists. Yes, they autists <laughs> like artists, but autistic mixed because that's what they that's what they felt about themselves. And watching these people, like it was like watching meth. It was like watching meth happen. You know, <laughs> like. <laughs> just absolutely amazing. They uh so uh wait, uh one second. Let me let me find this quote because uh Oh yes. So w- within investing uh and in the stock market and and Wall Street and and all this, there is a saying that the market itself is rational, meaning that that means yeah, that you that, that means that you truly believe that there is there are fundamentals on which you can value a business which would then equate to let's say Amazon being worth $5,000 a share. Like like there are just the numbers at the core level there's a reason yeah there's yeah there's a, yeah much. there's a yeah. reason and a rationale behind them being worth $5,000. There are there are other people in this industry that believe in what's called behavioral economics. And, uh, I actually, I, I would probably tend to side more with this. However, there's, well, these behavioral economics, uh, when you talk about like fundamental investing, like it's the Warren Buffett, it's the Warren Buffett thing. Like if you read Warren Buffett's book, that's all Mm -hmm. he's about. But the, the, when you talk about behavioral investing, like it is ultra high risk and like absurd high rewards. You see these people who. Like the reward from the, from doing this, and if you are, know how to do this well, the fucking profits are astronomical for a lot of people. And that's what happened exactly yeah. with GameStop. And so the theory behind behavioral economics, it's truly just that <clears throat> all you want to do when you're investing your money is get ahead of the hype. So it, it, like, it essentially comes down to the, the belief that there, uh, there, are, there are no fundamentals of like company values yeah all it is is just supply and demand which i do agree with quite a bit um and that was kind of what you saw with gamestop um but there there's a saying that to both of these sides so there's the, the the rational market people and uh the behavioral economics people and they butt heads a lot and the behavioral economics people have a saying it's that we can remain irrational longer than you can remain solvent. And what does that mean? So essentially what happened with GameStop was if you don't know, I'll, I'll provide a high level overview. So there's a, there's a hedge fund called Melvin capital and Melvin capital had bet against um, GameStop's stock. So in other words, they were betting that the company would go bankrupt. We can have a moral debate on whether or not that should be allowed, but for right now, that's allowed, and we're going to live in this world in this uh, explanation. So they were betting that the stock would go down. 
And there is this guy in the Reddit forum, Wall Street Bets, uh, also known as Deep Fucking Value. And and uh, what's his YouTube name? Roaring Kitty. Roaring Kitty. Because yeah. I went on his YouTube. Dude, the guy is like a fucking gem of a man. He's hilarious. He's like, he's just this like guy who's like, oh, hey guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> thanks so really, much for subscribing to my YouTube channel. It's really like, funny. He's a fucking great. He, he seems like a really, really, really nice guy. Yeah. It's so, a weird thing. I would expect so, him to be screaming and like. So at this point in time, Deep Fucking Value had found out that uh, the hedge fund had bet against GameStop. And he actually really liked GameStop as an investment. And so he posted in the Wall Street Bets uh, Reddit forum that he was going to invest in GameStop. And he listed out reasons why. And eventually, there was a lot of people that started investing and tailing his investment. They started to see it go up. And this was at like three dollars. I mean, this right, was this was, like, this was a very this was a penny by the, stock. Almost. By the time it had reached in the twenty five dollar range, twenty five thirty, he had already made multiple millions of dollars on the investment. Yeah, so he was so he's been chilling. Like even the through all the fluctuations, he still made millions of dollars, which is pretty incredible. But so what happened in this instance was he people started to tail him, and what happened is called a quote unquote short squeeze, meaning that. The, the hedge fund, their bet was so big, it was bigger than they could handle. So they had taken money from people and used their money to make this, uh, I'll call it a wager almost. They, they had borrowed, I, th- I think what they did was they borrowed more shares than were even in circulation, yes. correct? Yeah, I won't go into the details. So they were go- there was going to end up being a bidding war so they could close out their, their stake in the company. Yeah. Basically. But long story short, what happened was people were buying AMC so or sorry, uh, GME GameStop so frequently and so fast that the hedge fund was losing so much money that they were actually going to be run out of business if this like insane buying frenzy on GameStop continued. And so what they had to do was then they had to sell the shares that they didn't own. And it just made it like it basically because they had made, to return the shares to the people they borrowed them from because yeah. the people who who they borrowed them from were like get me the fuck out now, which is called a margin call, right? Yeah, we, and we don't have to and, go into margin. You know, but so, long story short, the the hedge fund had to exit its position, which only made the stock go up even higher. Uh, and so, the thought was, we can remain irrational longer than you can remain solvent. And in this case, that actually proved to be true. These idiots. Other were in other words, retards and autists, or sorry, in their words, and not yeah. even in other words, but in their words, right? Uh, they they felt like they could remain irrational longer than the hedge fund could remain solvent, and it actually proved to be true. If Robinhood didn't stop the trading, that it's very possible. And that's, that's the key to it: is whether or not Robinhood was doing it for their own good, because come to find out, they were going to have to buy out a bunch of shares and yeah, issue them. Robinhood almost went under too. Robinhood would have gone under if it had gone on. That's why they stopped it. They were actually just keeping themselves in business. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, I don't even know where I was going now. My fucking brain just farted. But, yeah. But it's fine because I, I wanted to end it with this. So the saying is, we can remain irrational longer than you can remain solvent. And one of the, one of the fight songs... And, and the biggest quotes that people in this Reddit forum were using was, we can remain retarded longer <laughs> than you can remain solvent. And 
people were just posting this on end. It, they would post all of these, all this long ass post, diamond hands, hold, hold, hodl, hodl. Yeah. And then at the bottom, we can remain retarded longer <laughs> than they can remain solvent. Yeah, it was like very, very, very interesting to watch. It was like, it, like it was honestly an internet version of being in a frat house on Fourth of July. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, okay. It, yeah. it was just, it was that crazy, and like it's, it was so easy to get swept up into it. And so, I truly hope that nobody got. I mean, I'm sure. Well, people, I, people lost. There are people who lost everything. Yes, and that's the that's, that's the, the other side of this coin where it's like these people are like doing this thing and it's cool and they're. And they're, you know, sticking it to the man. The man can go fuck himself. Uh, but there are, like, normal people who got caught up in this and, like, lost fucking everything. I mean, hey. You know, their every, whole savings. Every war, you're going to lose a couple soldiers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was a couple. I, I would no, love to. No, but we lost a lot. <laughs> we lost a lot. I want to know. But I would, that's the thing. It's I would be interested to see um, the fallout of this. Like, how many people lost everything versus how many people, you know, were able to sell at the right time, bought at the right time. Anybody who believes here, there there was a two day period where Robin hood halted, either halted altogether or halted partially, uh, people's ability to trade. So they, they allowed you to sell, but they didn't allow you to buy on their platform, which inherently would only make the stock go down because if, if 100% of the people buying a stock, are on one platform and then they can't buy it. That means they have one option or two options. They either hold and watch as everybody else's sells. They uh, basically they basically squeezed the squeeze. Yes, no, exactly. That's they, exactly what happened. They said, okay, well you're gonna you're gonna squeeze our you're gonna squeeze us, we're gonna squeeze you back. Yeah, like and, they like the Robinhood investors had GameStop shorters buy the balls. And yeah. then, and it was just their hands. Like they had yeah. their balls in their hands. Diamond hands. Diamond hands. Diamond yes. hands. Even they had their nutsack in their diamond hands, and then they thought they had them. And little, little did they know. And you know, I. No matter which way you land, right? Whether or not you think that all of this is is okay. The fact that robin hood participated in market manipulation i feel like that's not really something that we can debate oh no 100 you know? percent. like anybody that defends robin hood i i would argue you're just a you're as, like you're as guilty like as if we, we are if we hate market manipulation right we hate insider trading we hate all this stuff and then you're okay with them shutting off the the trading of these things yeah it's it's they manipulated the market to do one thing, only sell these stocks. They manipulated the market. Market Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's pretty black and white. I don't know that there's much, uh, much argument around. I mean, they're already, you know, testifying in front of the Senate and everything. (laughs) That works. So that does a lot, right? Oh, I mean, I, I have no, I have no, I have no faith. Those guys work really hard. The Senate. Oh, fucking think you're, you're kind of shooting for the stars. Like that's a, but they, but they don't think that they are. They think that they're entitled to getting their loans for even, which is a wild, uh, well, yeah, right. approximation of I, what's going to happen right. in four years. I mean, they don't understand uh, bubbles or that's or, like that like basic economics. You know what I mean? Like, Taxes, like anything. I just, I, I can't get, I can't comprehend. Why do you think that 
Why did people think that the government would just give everybody $50,000? We we got $1,200 after the after the fucking pandemic had just hit. We had $1,200. You you think they're going to give everybody $50,000? Yeah. Do you live it? Where do you live? Yeah. This isn't Sweden. Well, and also like not just give, they're not giving everybody $50,000, they're giving like uh a select portion of the population, $50,000, and they're telling the other half of the population who are plumbers and electricians and uh, construction workers to go fuck themselves royally. They're saying, you are a dipshit because you didn't fucking capitalize on you this. You should have known. You yeah, should have known right. that you would have gotten your own back. You're a dumb asshole, and fuck you, and I hate you. I'm going to kill you. Give me $5,000 in taxes extra every year. That's now, the government if they fucking forgive that shit. Can I caveat? Sure, go ahead. Maybe we can actually, we can even jump back into the episode. I, no, I, no, I think we can keep this. I think people, uh, it's, I mean, look, it, uh, we haven't been like biased on one side. I will say, uh, tuition's too high. Student loans are, are crippling. Absolutely, for people. absolutely. Like, you can't buy, you can't buy a $200,000 house when you're 18 but you can take $200,000 of debt. Mm-hmm. And that's that's morally wrong. And the but the argument is that you then are in a position because of that $200,000 in debt, you are now in a position to to make more money. You are a better contributor to society, which is just like proven to be false. I know some of the stupidest fucking people I've ever met go to expensive schools. I met some of the dumbest motherfuckers I've ever met in my entire life when visiting my brother at the University of Pittsburgh. <laughs> I'm not, and, and it's no, not, I mean, it's not I, exclusive. I'm not saying Pitt is a bad school. No, but I'm saying yeah, you'll find them every on every campus. If you go to college, you know this. Like, yeah, you go in, you go to your classes, and you're like, "How the fuck are you in college? How are you a person?" Some of these people, I'm like, "Where did you come from?" You know? No, they came. They came from areas that they're just not good. They're just not a good background. And this is not like, this is not like rich kids, poor kids, nothing. It's like some of them are poor. Some of them are rich. Some of them are fucking just stupid. Some of the dumbest people I've ever met are rich as hell. Some of the dumbest people I've ever met are poor as fuck too. I mean, it's just like, look, it doesn't matter. Stupid. I said this before. I'll say it again. Stupid doesn't have a fucking skin color. It doesn't have a fucking certain amount in the bank. It doesn't have anything. Stupid is just stupid. Well said, Joe. And let's call it there. We can't fix stupid, bro. That's oldest, oldest cliche in the book. You can't fix yeah, stupid. And, and but you know who's been getting a lot of student loans? Stupid. What? <laughs> stupid people have been getting a lot yeah. of loans, and now they're fucked. And but why do they need student loans? Because schools keep jacking up the prices. It's co- why, oh, oh why do schools jack up the prices? Because they know is, that wait, you can get a loan. No, no, no. Let me say this: college is exactly like milk. Milk is total bullshit. <laughs> Milk. Oh, because there was the whole thing with like, like oh. milk is great for you. Milk is blah blah blah. You know, and now we're drinking like impossible milk made of fucking oats. Yeah, and like everyone was telling me growing up, oh yeah, your groans will be big and strong if you drink fucking your milk. Groans. Well, guess what? I, oh, did I say groans? Yeah, it's all good. I was oh, I like my groans. My bones. My groans are strong. I nothing is strong. I'm five six and I'm a frail little boy at twenty three. And Greg drank milk every fucking day. I was. Breastfed until I was twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So look, if you don't understand, I really want to explain this to anyone who wants to listen. Uh, really fast, though. I'll do it really fast. Okay. This is why college is so expensive. 
College. Ready? College. Certain price. All right. This is in the, we're back in the early 90s. College. It's a certain price. Get a loan. Go to college. Okay. College. They see people going to college. The popularity of college, all these jobs coming out. You need to go to college. You need to go to college. You need to go to college. You need a college degree to go to college. So now, how are we going to make college more desirable? Price goes up. Okay. But price goes up. Government says, oh, well, better person for society. So we're going to give them more money so they can go to college. School says, oh, wait, the government's going to give them money no matter what. So, Increase the price slowly, slowly, slowly. Increase the price, but you can get a loan no matter what. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Get a loan. Get a loan. Get a loan. Okay. Now you have so many loans, but school says, "Oh wait, they can get a loan no matter what. We're gonna make our price one hundred thousand dollars, one hundred fifty thousand dollars, one hundred two hundred fifty thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars. Oh, I can go get a loan for that. I can get a loan for that. I can get a loan for that. It doesn't matter if you're gonna have a fucking job after. And then bang, a bubble. And then you have a bubble. That's how a bubble forms. Same thing with the housing crisis. Doesn't matter if you're a fucking if you work at McDonald's and you make seven fifty an hour. You, Here's a loan for three hundred thousand dollars. You, you want a house? It. You get a house. You get a house. You get a house. Everybody gets a house. That's what happened. I mean, it happened in two thousand eight. Why can't it happen in uh, soon? Please God, no. Just perfect time when we're you know starting out our careers. It's great. All right, this is long winded, and I'll chop this up so that you guys aren't bored as fuck. But I thought that was fire. I mean, <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah, I don't want to our own horn or nothing. Should we do outro music or should we just uh, turn it off? Hit it. Hit, okay. <laughs> Look at that. Two two musics in, in one sitting. Lucky you. Well, we're back in action. I mean, you guys probably, I don't know. To you. I mean, you guys, yeah, you guys don't even know what the fuck's going on. But we're back for our own sake. Feels like we got a little bit of mojo back this episode. Very happy about that. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Bye, guys. Uh, Oh, like, follow, subscribe, tell your friends. Yeah. Help us out on Spotify, you know. Share us. Okay. I hear people, I guess a couple people tell us we're funny. Tell your friends. Bye-bye.